0: In today's episode we've recapped the Cardinals Sweep. Preview the next four games against the Mets and talk about a few little injury news. Welcome back again to the Cubs Win Podcast. Cubs Win, it's me. Cubs Legion is him, my co-host. And today we get to recap a Cardinals sweep at Breakwood.
1: Yes. Um Nothing was a fantastic feels better. Weekend. Yeah. Great weekend. Um, I kind of knew it was going to happen, to be quite honest. Like, before we went into the series, I think in the last episode, I said that I have a feeling it's going to be a really good weekend for the Cubs. And uh, the only reason I didn't predict the sweep was because I really didn't want to tempt anything. So I had mm. them, like, lose in game two. But, yeah, I, I kind of knew that they were going to win the series. Just everything lined up really well for them. So, anyway, we will get into it.
0: Yep, game one. Final score eight to five Cubs. First game at 100 capacity since 2019 in the 2019 season.
1: Yeah, Wrigley
0: was rocking.
1: Yes, Wrigley was a basically a huge party this weekend. We had a um, a day game in game one, and then two night games. And games two and three were on uh, Fox and ESPN.
0: So we got to embarrass the Cardinals on national TV twice. Yep. <clears throat> always feels good.
1: Yeah, but that's good. They always double up on the coverage with the um, with the Cubs and Cardinals.
0: Yeah, worked out in our favor tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not tonight,
0: but back then. so game one, eight to five, very eventful game. Cardinals got out to an early lead of 2 to nothing up until the fourth inning, where Jock Peterson hits a home run into the basket. First home run at 100% capacity, and crowd goes wild. Spits yeah, that was a
1: great moment. Wasn't the best moment of the game, though, that had yet to come. So, oh, it was. Uh, we had uh, Cole Stewart starting this game. Yeah, um, Cole
0: Stewart didn't do all that great. Walked the pitcher twice on eight pitches. We've definitely seen better from him.
1: Yeah, he impressed in his first start. Um I think his first start was against the Padres and um mm-hmm. then he had another start against the Giants. And I don't know if I'm missing one more, but that's it. He's kind of he kind of just slowly declined after that opening start against the Padres. I think um Opposing
0: teams have figured them out pretty quickly. Unfortunately. So, Cussle's leading half made it 2 1, but the Cardinals come back and score three more on the next inning. So, yeah. I put them up Cardinals 5 the to 1, and I was like, oh boy, pack it up, good game.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they were down 5-1, to one and I just kind of thought to myself, like, well, you know, any other year, like, or against any other team, I thought, like, yeah, I think this game's over. Like, if it was against the Padres, then, yeah, game's over. But the Cardinals aren't too tough pitching-wise, and the Cubs have just been so good at Wrigley that I was just like, well, like.
0: Yeah, Wrigley's I, record, I know, kind of home good record, home record for the Cubs is – what,
1: twenty five and 10? ten? Yeah, forty four and ten. Um 16. so I, I kinda had like I kinda had a strange feeling that they were gonna come back. I thought, yeah, this would be a great like this would be a great um, opening day two Like they would be the perfect comeback in front of the whole house for the first time since twenty nineteen. And so I just thought, yeah. So I was kinda waiting for it and then when they like slowly started to come back. I thought, oh, well, you know, I kind of expected this, so I had a feeling.
0: Yeah, so in the fifth inning now, Cardinals up 5-1, to one, and Yadier, error Molina costs the <laughs> Cardinals two runs on a pass ball and a throwing error. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: that was great. Yadier Molina, pass ball, and the Failed pickoff
0: throw to third base. Before the the (laughs) pickoff throw to third, though. You
1: should actually actually have him as MVP of that game alone, not of the series, but just of that game. He was pretty key in that (laughs) game-winning rally. Yeah.
0: So a pass ball drives in the second run, and the third run comes in on a Sergio Alcantara triple. So. He
1: tripled in Hayward.
0: So that puts him at third and scores 5-3. to three and Yadier Molina tries to pick him off at third, throws it over his head, and in comes Alcantara and we get
1: 5-4. Yes. Um, Alcantara has been very impressive. I know I've said yes. this before, but he really has been. I didn't really expect much of him. I thought yes. come up, get hot at the beginning and then kind of fall off. And he still might, but it's it's been a very, uh, it's been a breath right. of uh, fresh air. Because, you know, with Baez, he had a thumb injury and then he have go out too. It's good that they mm-hmm. found someone who has at least contributed um, in a pretty good way.
0: Yeah, Not I believe.
1: Like
0: I believe seven of his nine hits are extra base hits.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, he's got like three or four triples, I think. Yeah. He's he's very quick, so when you're fast like he is, it makes it very easy to get a triple.
0: hmm So that made it 5-4, and nothing going on until the bottom of the sixth inning. Now. And yes. You already know what happens here.
1: And this is the best and moment probably of the whole season for the, for the Cubs. Yeah. Um, Anthony Rizzo, uh, with one out, I think in the sixth, he comes up, and he starts, He, you know, I think he takes a, a strike, then I think he fouls one off, he fouls, like, multiple pitches in a row off, then he takes the ball, then he fouls, like, five more off, takes another ball, and it gets to the point where I'm, he has this 14-pitch at bat, Now uh, it counts two and two, and the whole crowd realizes, wow, this is actually a really good at bat, so they get to their feet. And right as they get to their feet, he crushes the game-time home run in the right field, and Wrigley goes crazy, and it's great.
0: So, a, a rocket off the bat.
1: Yes. Not even one of those, like, high-deep drives. Like, it was – it got out by a good um, – it got out by a good margin, but mm-hmm. it kind of bounced around in that, like, in that well out there, like where the wall dips in, and they have, like, that, I guess, those bar stools out there. Um but it was it was a it was a piss missile,
0: yeah, and he's sprinting around the bases gets back and crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah, it it gets crazy. back
0: into the dugout, and he gets a curtain call, so it's yeah. just a really a cool moment,
1: yeah well, Pat Hughes said it was one of the best advance he had ever seen.
0: I'll have to agree with him,
1: yeah, fourteen pitches, and just the context I'll thing. That's awesome. That, the fans finally coming back, and for him to do that, that was great. And
0: um, man, that tied it up, so it's 5-5 five, five now.
1: hmm
0: And now nothing happened for the Cardinals in the top of the seventh. Yeah. The Cubs sure know. is. Warner's on first and third now. Jock Pierce, not versus a lefty, so, you know, you're kind of concerned because He's not all that well against lefties.
1: No, not really.
0: But he hits a high drive to right field, so close to being a home run,
1: but it yeah, bounces off missed. the wall. He just missed it, too. I thought it was gone off the bat, and I was like, oh my God, he's going to do it again. And then it just tear off the wall he, away from. Uh, he
0: killed the Cardinals this series.
1: Yeah, he was on fire in the series. And he's really been on fire ever since coming off the injured list.
0: Mm hmm. So, two run double being a homer. Made it 7 5 times. So, that was the first lead they had since having full 100% capacity in that game.
1: Yeah. And. Um. I just, I have to imagine as great as the two run double was, I have to imagine just how awesome the, um, like the reaction would have been had that been a go ahead three run homer.
0: Yeah, I jumped out of my seat and I was like, "He did it again!" And I
1: uh, bounced off. Well, he just I, missed it. I don't know how he, I don't know how it didn't carry into the basket. I think if there had been any wind that day, we might have seen a, um, a pretty epic home run. But regardless, it gave him the lead, and then an inning later, Contreras gave him some insurance in the eighth inning with a, uh, a solo shot to right.
0: Yep, Contreras with the uh, Taco to make it 8-5 now. Yep. And on the their top of the ninth now. Craig Kimball comes in and shuts him down, as usual.
1: As usual. He got his... Um, let's see. He had a save in every one of these games I think.
0: Yep. Save in each game against Cardinals,
1: the third. We'll get save. to that. That would have been his sixteenth save of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he leads the league now in with eighteen after his save yesterday in the finale. So doing his thing. Um he's yeah, got his revenge seeing, the Cardinals Seeing
0: right the return seeing the return of prime Kimball here.
1: Yeah, he's touching ninety nine, which I think is very, very weird. Yeah,
0: just, earlier in the season he was maxing out at about ninety seven, and now he's hitting ninety nine. So
1: yeah, and he's getting older. He's and just, still hitting ninety nine. just
0: he's just getting better and better, apparently.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, the lineup just got came out, so all yeah. we'll pause. To analyze this. This is a bullshit lineup.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's see what we need
0: is? to DFA so oh, right.
1: Well we got Alcantara starting. So Either one. Okay.
0: Hap is not sure so I guess starting. it is a
1: lefty. Peterson is not starting. It is a lefty like you said, so you know that makes sense. But I'd still rather
0: have Peterson up against a lefty than Hayward, as we saw him I really. Double off the wall off the lefty.
1: I was, I was just, we'll get to this later on, but I was just thinking this weekend, I'll, I'll elaborate on this later on, like, I was just thinking this weekend, I just kind of wish Jason Hayward would go away, or turn into someone else at this point. He's just costing us so much money, and I don't know, he just doesn't play a role anymore. I just, I want to move on from him, but unfortunately he can't.
0: Yeah, I hundred percent anyway he's got a negative form.
1: yeah I mean we would That's... honestly probably be a better team if we called up Brennan Davis right now probably I mean Davis isn't ready but he's gonna be better than Hayward so on mine is... yes um, but anyway I'll get into that later on um, in the meantime the Cubs win game one eight to five uh, a great Game at Wrigley Field, packed house. Rizzo with the big um, signature home run. That's one of the best home runs I think he's ever had um, in his career. That might be the best, you know, just yeah. considering the context. It wasn't just any normal game at Wrigley Field. So that was pretty awesome. Pretty great way to begin the weekend. Nice Friday afternoon win, and then they go into Game Two on Fox with Joe Buck and AJ Pierzynski. Um, on the mic, unfortunately. My ears <laughs> were bleeding the whole time. Yeah,
0: so game two was City Connect, Jersey Night.
1: I didn't understand this, though, because they wore their City Connects for one game, and I just thought, like, all that hype about the City Connect jerseys this year, you would think that a team would wear them maybe the whole series, or for at least two games in a row. It just seemed like a kind of a wasted opportunity. They wore them for one game, and then they just went back to their normal universe, and I just thought, "Well, what on, the
0: hell?" On the bright side, it was a win, so that is got a good, something good to say about it.
1: Yeah. So
0: Cubs won Game Two by a final score of seven to two.
1: Yes, this was a and blowout.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we saw a wide Hendo performance.
1: We did indeed. Um, he kind of had a shaky start. Give up a home run to Nolan Arenado in the um, top of the second, but then Ian Happ rescued him in the bottom of the second with a two-run homer to uh, left-center field, and that made it two to one Cubs, and that sparked a five-run second inning. Yep, it looks um, like
0: John Dean's double magic has run out.
1: Yeah, it wasn't so much the fact, like in this game, I know the final score was seven to two, but it wasn't so much the fact that the Cubs. Like, just crushed them to death with like base hits and everywhere and all that. It was more the fact that the Cardinals just couldn't for strikes. I mean, John Gant walked Kyle Hendricks. He walked Kyle Hendricks, and I just I remember watching that. He would have
0: he would have walked him on the three one if Hendricks didn't swing with that pitch.
1: I know. I think Hendricks kind of got caught up in the moment there. The whole crowd was cheering, and I think Hendricks wanted to do something big, so he swung.
0: Um, yeah, so we all know he's. We all know he's looking to hit a home run this year.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go crazy if that ever happens. That's gonna be yes. like that would be a legendary moment. Um, anyway, I just it wasn't like I just it, like Cubs kind of won by five runs, but at the same time, I feel like this was more the Cardinals lost the game. They just kind of threw it away. I mean, they just they walked everyone. Baez had the only. Run scoring hits the entire inning, I think. You
0: know, Other so than the uh, half to run home.
1: Well, and then half. But, like, besides G and half, like, I think Bias had the only base hit after that. In a five run inning with only two base hits, like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah.
0: Two two outs, and bases loaded. Full count to Chris Sprite, and he throws one in the dirt to walk in the run. And yeah. brings the one. And Javi Baez, next at that, single to center, drives in another, and Rizzo's up next. And I think, yeah, Woodford comes in, and on the third pitch, he bounces one in the dirt, and it hits Rizzo. So that drives in another one.
1: Which was kind of weird. I'm not sure if I missed something here, but they called it a hit-by-pitch.
0: Yeah, I didn't know it could bounce off the dirt and hit it you anyway. I was confused as well.
1: Yeah, it was just kind of weird. It was just, you, you would, I mean, the home plate umpires in this series weren't terrible. So you would think that they would catch it. But they didn't. It, it was clearly in the dirt, and then it hit him, And they called it a hit by pitch. And Rizzo just calmly walks to first. And Molina and Gant didn't say anything. Or rather, Woodford didn't say anything. And everyone just moved on. So I thought that was kind of strange. Because, I mean, they're right there. Normally, Molina is, like, right on top of that stuff. And so it was just everyone. everyone just missed that. Thought it was kinda funny.
0: Yeah. Didn't really take any advantage of the bases loader after the run that came in on the hit by pitch. But it was four one, score four of that inning or five I mean,
1: so and then you're Baez happy with the five on inning before. Yeah. Well yeah, by his game before that. He had the basic to score. Mm-hmm. Or not to score hundreds to score um to score a run I forget who he scored but anyway a five run inning in the second that kind of put the whole thing away it didn't seem that way in in the first place Paul DeYoung hit a home run I think literally to lead off the second inning or to lead off the third inning for the Cardinals or something so
0: yep, but the Cubs get that run back Sergio Alcantara hits home run to right field.
1: Uh, Continuing
0: to impress.
1: Yes, continuing to be a great feel-good story. I'm just going to start calling him that, the feel-good story. Um, Mm -hmm. There are a lot of feel-good stories this year, mostly in the bullpen, like um, with uh, guys like Keegan Thompson. Justin Steele was one before he got injured. Um, Craig Kimbrell's resurgence, another good one, another feel-good story. But uh, Alcantara, kind of a nobody who made his major league debut last year, debut. So, he's been very good. He's been
0: mm-hmm. very good. Yep. And I made it 6-2 uh, in the next, and in the fourth, Chuck Pearson hits a home run plus center field.
1: Yeah. So getting me
0: to 7-2. He's really killed him this year. Um. He had a
1: great Series out in St. Louis. He had a home run against him in game one to lead off the entire game, actually. He had a
0: double uh, bounce off the wall, one hop the wall in that game as well.
1: Yeah, so he's he's hit him well this year. That's been nice considering how few times he's faced them. He was on the Dodgers his entire career up until now. So he's killing them. That's great. You know, we love that here in Chicago. People
0: that kill Cardinals. Of course. Moving on to the end of the game now. Trevor Megal comes in and gets into some trouble. The bases are loaded.
1: Um, Kind of weird. I mean, the whole game is over. He loaded the bases with, like, two outs. So... um. Yeah. You just you kind of knew that, like the game was over, and one swing wasn't going to tie the game. If someone did hit a grand slam, at worst it would be a one run game, and then you would probably have to call on Craig Kimbrel. But
0: we did it anyway.
1: Yeah, he, they did it anyway, and I got guess two strikes. Got yeah. two
0: strikes, and Sosa grounded it to Wisdom, He threw him out at first to end the game. Cubs win, seven to two.
1: You could tell that when Kimbrel was pitching, he threw so like, just two nasty curveballs and a fastball or whatever he threw. him. Mean, you could tell when he was pitching, he was just like, well, I'm not really supposed to be here, so let's just get Sosa. <laughs> it was funny. He, was just, he wasn't there to, like, do his whole routine where he, you know, bends over at the waist and does the whole bird thing and, like, takes his time. He just kind of was throwing it in there, like, all right, let's do this.
0: So he gets the save there. Uh, I don't, I'm still confused about how people get saves when the score margin is more than three. I guess it's something with runners on base. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's why. Because I think they're thinking if the runner that can make it less than a three run game is on base, then that's a save. Probably. That's that's what I'm thinking. I don't I don't actually know. That's just what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what else to would be. So it's got to be something like that.
1: Yeah, that makes the most sense to me. Mm-hmm. So. So Cubs take the
0: series early.
1: Yeah, Cubs take the series seven two, and at this point, you just kind of know that there's no way they're gonna lose in three. Um, because I was, they're just they're just not going to.
0: Though. Definitely concerning when Davies is on the mound, but he's,
1: he's been, doing been well. pitching
0: the last month. Plus, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to do a while. And he had one of his best starts as a Cub in this final game here.
1: Yeah, back-to-back starts of uh, really dominant outings. Uh, dominating the Cardinals, definitely definitely not the same as dominating the Padres, but both you very have to see it either way. Yeah, both very impressive outings.
0: Davies' final line 6.2 innings pitched, two hits, no runs, a couple walks, and six strikeouts. Um, 89 pitches. So he was, he really shut them down.
1: I like how A Rod called it a uh, Greg Maddox like performance. I thought that was kind of funny because he didn't finish the game. And I thought, like, yeah, but no. (laughs) <laughs> it's just, uh, and the whole time, Matt Vaskir the funniest part of this whole series was Carlos Martinez on the mound. Um, first yeah, of yeah, he was. Go ahead.
0: The so man. He liked to celebrate for losing the game.
1: Yeah, uh, he gave up two runs; they weren't earned because Paul Young made an error. Yeah, yeah, Peterson
0: hit a ground ball and bounced yeah. off his glove, so that drove in so guard.
1: Yeah, that was in the and fourth inning. Yeah, so that drove Rizzo a
0: couple, Rizzo a couple batters later, singles, to drive in the second run. Yeah, that which was all that they up, need. ended up being the final score of 2-0. A couple yeah. good defensive plays by Patrick Wisdom and Alcantara.
1: Yeah, um, so just it was was just kind of funny because on ESPN, they you know, Martinez was like striking out people when he would strike them out or get them out or whatever, like in the inning, he would like he started to do this thing as the game went on, and as he got more locked in, where he would like jump off the mound every time he did something good and like walk around and then get back on the mound and wait for the hitter. And Matt and they kept talking about that. And, like, this guy got more and more amped up as the game went on. And I just thought to myself, like, do you know you're losing? And the other, and the pitcher on the other side is doing better than you are? Like, Davies was perfect through, like, like four, four innings 4. or something. 1, I yeah, it was. I mean, you didn't see Zach Davies hopping around the mound. That was, look like, really bizarre. If Zach Davies just started to hop yeah, with a frog around is, the mound
0: very similar to Kyle Hendricks, as in pitching and the emotions they show, which is yeah. pretty much nothing. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I don't think you can show too much emotion when your fastest pitch is 89 miles an hour. I mean, you're not going to blow everyone away with 89 miles an hour, so I think you just have to remain emotionless. Um, so, I mean, you need to like keep all that emotion inside of you and put it into all those pitches. Because you yeah. can't just go out there and pitch on pure strength. you got to stay focused, more focused than guys like Martinez and Scherzer and all the guys that throw faster, more than they do. But I just thought it was hilarious. Because Martinez took the loss. He was the losing pitcher, and he's got like a 3-7 and seven record, and they got swept, and he was hopping around the mound like he was shutting out the codes or whatever. <laughs> it was so funny. Because he was losing. Like I just imagined in the clubhouse afterwards. A reporter's just like, oh, by the way, Carlos, you lost the game. He's like, what? What? <laughs> no way. Yeah, you lost. You gave up two runs, dude.
0: Yeah, he must not be able to read.
1: Yeah. He probably can't read. Um. So, anyway. Zach Davis so, dominates.
0: So, nothing else really happens up until the sort of top of the ninth. Now.
1: Yeah, top of the ninth. Kimbrell um, comes in. Uh, walks the guy. Matt Scurgeon is begging for a Nolan Arenado game-tying homer. Kept talking about it in between pitches. He was like, Nolan Arenado yeah. has eight game-tying homers in his career, and three of them <laughs> are off Craig Kim And I just thought, shut up. My God. Just what do you want from this at-bat? And of course, Kimroll strikes him out.
0: Yeah, he locks him up. On pitch at his... Others actually. I was usually Nolan's hot zone to where he hit once, but yeah, Craig just puts some movement on it, and it goes right down the middle, and no one even backs up. So that's telling you something that's just having some good movement. There. Yeah, um... Yeah, Nolan got caught freezing.
1: Funny. Um, that was a great uh, cherry on top, Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado, I can't talk today. Nolan Arenado um, going, like, might have no idea. I, I He didn't do much this series. He hit one home run. Paul Goldschmidt went one for 11 in the entire thing.
0: Goldschmidt has not been doing well all this year.
1: No, he has not. Gold,
0: oh, yeah, Arenado went oh for 4 that game with two strikeouts.
1: <laughs> oh for 4.
0: Yeah, even Davies struck him out. Yeah.
1: When Zach it's, Davies strikes you out, I mean, you must reconsider your life's score. Because as good as Zach yeah, Davies can I'm, be, he's not a strikeout pitcher. If he I'm struck right. out six he, Cardinals.
0: He was, even, he was a decent strikeout pitcher in 2020, but aside from that, never really getting strikeouts.
1: Yeah, it was just, um, it was funny because, you know, all winter after the Cardinals traded for Arenado, all their fans were hyping him up, saying like, oh, he's going to destroy the Cubs, he's better than Chris Bryant, Goldschmidt's better than Rizzo, and you know, statistically in their careers, they are. I'm not going to pretend that they're not, but.
0: In recent years, though. In recent years. And they're all fully healthy.
1: Most notably this year, Rizzo and Bryant have yeah. been better than Goldschmidt Naranotto and, and Hems are since, not six
0: Yeah, Rizzo does better in full seasons than Goldschmidt too, because twenty nineteen Goldschmidt's OPS was like eight twenty one. And this year it's like what, seven twelve, maybe even more.
1: Yeah. Um. Just, <laughs> I mean, I remember when, uh, when the Cardinals traded for Goldschmidt. Um, everyone was talking about how Goldschmidt has had killed the Cubs in his career, and he has um, up until that point. But I don't really recall him doing too much damage against the Cubs and the Cardinals. He hit a few long runs, but I don't think he's been the machine that he was out there. Or I
0: has gone to St. Louis just makes you boring.
1: <laughs> I guess so. Just zaps your power. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so the tying run is still on base, and that brings up another power threat to share with Tyler O'Neal.
1: He must be and, on steroids.
0: Yeah, I don't get
1: it. Can't tell me that this, like, 5'11 dude, who is who looks like a barrel. like, he's, like, brown. It's weird. He's, like, a circle. <laughs> <laughs> like if you look I, at him he on looks, TV, he's, he looks like a circle. He's like, he looks, he looks, looks like good. one of those cylinders that you used to when <laughs> like that babies play with that they put in the the holes. Like he looks like that. He looks like a snowman or something. And like I just I don't get it.
0: Yeah. So he's got like 15 home runs this year. Man. It's time run, of course, on base, two out, and. It's run up to a full count now. Kimberl puts a fastball on the outside edge. O'Neal swings out of his and misses it. Strike him out, and Kimbrel is fired up. Right. Seals the win. Yeah. So it seems like all the Cardinals players are actually doing decent this year. The ones, are the ones that are doing good this year or in recent years. We've really been shutting them down.
1: Yeah, they haven't... Arenado,
0: Goldschmidt, O'Neal, Molina.
1: Molina Carlson. has not done anything against the Cubs. He has that one home run out in St. Louis. But other than that, I think that that's it. I think that's the only hit he has against the Cubs.
0: To be to be honest with you there, I kind of wanted him to walk O'Neal so Kimball could get his revenge on Molina.
1: That would be nice. But I think Kimbrel got his revenge in this series with three saves. Yeah. He definitely, yeah. uh, you know, he 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 got his revenge for sure. And three Ks to end the game, including a swinging strikeout to sweep the Cardinals at Wrigley. That's, that's yeah. as good as a gift.
0: Two looking, one swinging. Really yep. good. He Yes, yeah,
1: just... it this good in years. Yeah. Not even when he was with, like, Boston. You have to go back to 2017 to find a time when he was this good.
0: Yeah, 2017, maybe even before that. I don't know. Back
1: to, like, his Atlanta years. Yeah. So the Cubs sweep the Cardinals.
0: That's a sweep. All right.
1: Cardinals are now six games back. Um, under
0: five hundred.
1: Under five hundred for the first. Well, the Cubs 11. are
0: eleven games over five hundred.
1: Cubs are eleven games over, and I'm tied with the Brewers because the Brewers are playing an oh. absolutely atrocious schedule.
0: It's unbelievable how easy the schedule is for this month.
1: I don't even understand it. How does that work? I think after they're playing the Reds today, so they start a series with the Reds today. So that might they might lose a game to them might. We'll maybe. see. But other than that, I think the this, they play the Diamondbacks.
0: And they just got done sweeping the D-backs too, who are the worst team in, in the, the sport right now. Yeah. They, they only have like 20 wins right now, which is the lowest by let's see, three maybe? Yeah. Yeah, Pittsburgh has 23, Arizona has 20, I guess Baltimore and then they, has then they
1: 22. The Rockies too. So it's
0: just... Yes. And the Rockies are, what's the record? The 25 and 41.
1: Well, yeah, the Rockies so, are
0: pretty close. <laughs> so it's, it's, to be honest, it's, it's kind of going to be funny with all this false hope Brewers fans are given. They're going to be, might be leading the division soon. They're going to be like, oh, we told you so. We're going to win this division. But yeah. then... Then they actually have to face real teams.
1: Exactly, and that's the and that's the that's the catch here because the Cubs, after this, therefore they face the Mets in this upcoming four game series. That's tough. Then I think they go home for a few games against the uh, Marlins. Yeah, and then the Indians, and then I think they go out west to play the Dodgers. But after that, the Cubs will be done with the Mets. The Dodgers, the Braves, the Padres, the Indians. Um, I'm missing one more. Who am I missing? Um, are they done with the Giants? No, they're not. No, they're no. not. No. So, other than that... That's five um, teams that are, like, really good or have at least given them trouble. And I know Atlanta is kind of... Uh, is... Kind of disappointing this year, but let's not pretend that they don't—they aren't like threatening when they're good. So they've been dealing with some injuries, but I'm not gonna sit here and say that the Braves are bad. So, um, but after that, the Cubs are done with like those five teams. So they get all of these hard teams out of the way, and then they—they they still have to play the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, the—you um, know—they're gonna play the Pirates and Reds more. We're um, going oh, we to
0: play uh, the Royals, too.
1: Yeah, the Royals.
0: The we'll Twins play. suck this year. We to play they have to play, the, play the
1: Twins. They have to play the Tigers again. Um, They have to play the... Cardinals. Cardinals and, well, the Cardinals, yes. I don't know. I'm not going to count them as a bad team yet. But... Uh, and then... uh, Did I put the Phillies in there? I don't know. Philadelphia, they're like We got it. So. They did. The point they I'm trying to, to face make... face
0: them.
1: They, okay. The point I'm trying to make is that after this, like, stretch is over, the Cubs really don't have a whole lot of hard teams left on their schedule. And so the Brewer fans, as happy as they are right now, they will soon realize after their stretch of, like, 25 games, I think it is, of teams below 500, that ends when they have a three game series against us at the end of the month. Um they have and like other... all these teams left. These just they have they I think they still have to play the Dodgers. Um uh they have to play the well I said they're done with the Padres, but you know, they're gonna have to play the Braves. Um so I mean they they will fall off at some point. They have to play the Mets too, like you just said, so Giants.
0: Giants. So,
1: I mean, things even out in the end. And it, to be honest, it's probably they, good that the Cubs are playing these teams now versus, like, yeah, in September.
0: because we're on a really good hot streak.
1: Yeah, we're playing. Not, a, not a
0: better time to play in those good teams. Mm-hmm. Also, the final series for the Brewers this year is against the Dodgers. Three games. On the road,
1: yeah, so that that's not gonna help them at all.
0: Yeah, it's really annoying, also, because these Brewers fans, are like, oh, we're six and three against the Cubs this year. Like, all those are from April when we played like shit,
1: <laughs> yeah. And like, they, they haven't even <laughs> um, in the recent power rankings, they keep saying like we should be in the top ten, and it's like being the Nationals, the Reds, the Pirates, and the Rockies. That's not impressive, guys. Like that. Yeah, I know that you are nine and one in your last ten, but I, I think we would be nine and one in our last ten too if we played those teams. So,
0: and we were, but except it was against good teams, so like the Padres. So, all it? It
1: was just. Yeah. It all it it will all even out. In the end. Mm-hmm. Um, just gotta wait. <sighs> they're gonna they're funny, gonna so. face those hard teams someday.
0: And then we get to rub it in their faces when they
1: Yeah.
0: We'll have to see what their excuse
1: is and Yep. Um so for now we're tied. atop the, the division. We'll see how things are going at the end of the month. Yeah, where we are.
0: I'm I'm not going to be surprised if they are leading the division at the end of the month, but I'm not going to be worried because, like we said, they're going to have to start facing some real teams.
1: Basically, exactly. And like how they were playing before this, when they faced like you know good teams, like real teams, like they were pretty average. So as good as their record is right now, I think it's kind of a mirage. Of course. Alright, so moving on to the Mets series.
0: Oh, uh, MVP of the Cardinals series. Oh, right,
1: yes. MVP of the Cardinals series. Um, oh, gee. I'm going to say Kimball. Uh, Kimbrel? Okay. In all the games. Fair. Uh, yeah, pretty clutch. Came in, shut it down. Uh, only one base runner.
0: Aloud the so, Yeah, walk in the final game. Yeah,
1: that was it. So he got his revenge. So I'm gonna say Craig.
0: All right. <sighs> Let's see. Good. It's a good choice, but yeah, um, you could also you could also go with uh, you could also take Jock. I think it'd be a fair choice as well.
1: Yeah, he's a good choice too. Um, he had... He really destroyed him this weekend. He had, like, what? Three home runs? Yeah. I think? Um, uh, two. Two home runs, two. two yeah. Well, still, it's pretty good.
0: And he got in that run in the final game as well. Right. Although it was The Young's fault. Who cares?
1: Yeah. So that I'll would be a pretty good John. choice. All right. That's a good choice. Um...
0: Yeah. Kimball, of course valid choice as well. Could, it could go either way.
1: Yeah. There were... Um, you could even say Rizzo just for that at-bat alone in game one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just like pretty much every other series that we've covered to this point, there are many MVP candidates, but I'll go with Craig. And so then you'll go with Jock.
0: Those are the choices.
1: Yep. So So moving on to the uh Mets series, we have Jake Ariana pitching tonight. Yay. And um Did good his last time, but
0: who knows? Maybe.
1: Yeah, he was he was good his last time out. That was kinda of surprising. Um <laughs> dominated the the tune of five um, innings of one-run ball. So, kind of bizarre. Hopefully he replicates that performance.
0: Yeah, that'd that'd be great. Yeah.
1: Um, It won't be easy. The Mets do have a very good lineup. But Dave Peterson is on the mound for New York, and he has an ERA over six. Yeah, that's
0: fans. That's fans fans always complaining about him. Yeah,
1: I think we faced him. I think it was,
0: I believe it was the second, maybe third game. One of them.
1: Yeah, we faced him at Wrigley earlier this year, and um, I think we beat him.
0: Yeah, we swept.
1: Yeah. Well, I know. I I think he swept. Yeah.
0: I think he uh gave up a bunch of walks.
1: Oh yeah, I think I remember this now. Yeah, he did give up a few. Um that was that might have been the game I went to. I can't remember though. Or that no, that wasn't the game I went to. I went to the game where um that guy who or however you say his name was pitching. I think Peterson
0: oh, okay, Yeah.
1: I think Peterson pitched in the game where um, they scored, where the Cubs scored like fifteen runs.
0: Well, let's let's hope that happens again.
1: Nice.
0: The Cubs not as good on the road no. as they are at home, but
1: they have a uh, maybe, fourteen and maybe seventeen home. record on the road.
0: Uh, we said this with, well, I said this for the Giants series, and I'll say it for this series too. I'd be happy with the split. Yeah,
1: um, DeBrom, I think, is pitching game, what is it, game three?
0: Three, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's a loss, unless, like, yes. a miracle happens, but, yeah.
0: Maybe, we said this earlier, and we weren't pouring, but maybe, uh. Helps hit one home run off of him. And the Mets yeah, continue enough. to not to not give him run support. They seem to do that quite a bit.
1: The Mets uh, notorious for not giving the ground one run support at all. So might be enough. Let's say that Jock Peterson hits a home run. That would be great. Possibly. Yeah. Um. Garagini. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We should have kept him just to
0: face the drum. Yeah, trade him after this series.
1: (laughs) Yeah, put him in a deadline deal.
0: (sighs) Game one, Arietta and Peterson. Predict the score, Mr. Legion.
1: I think we will have a Cubs win. Um, I think it'll be high scoring.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: I think the Cubs will win this game like six to four. Six four. Yeah, it'll be a tense game. Very I'll tough.
0: say I'll say Cubs win seven five.
1: All right. So We both have Cubs win in game one. I think there will be a lot of base runners. Yes. Yeah. Bases loaded situations.
0: Uh, game two, Alec Mills is going to be making the start. Uh, yeah, that is how many has he started this year?
1: I don't know, but I'm not looking forward to this, to be honest.
0: No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, start this. This will only be his second start this year. So maybe he'll go. Four, five.
1: Yeah. Um The Mets
0: have Taiwan Walker on the mound who <laughs> has been incredibly lucky this year.
1: Yeah. Um
0: got a great defense behind him, so gets bailed out a lot.
1: Yes, he does. Well, I think that Mills is gonna go like three and a third. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's going to go too long. Um, I'll say that the Cubs lose this one like four to two. Four to
0: two? Yeah. I'll say Cubs lose five to two. On this one. Okay.
1: So we both have them losing game two.
0: Game and three. now, <laughs> game three. Jacob DeGrom up against TBD. So, you know, I think this is an easy win. TBD never lost game, never going up alone.
1: The TBD has no ERA. Um, no one has ever seen him before. He's an so invisible
0: fast. pitcher. No
1: one no one has ever actually talked about him before because they're too scared. They're too scared of him to talk about him. But
0: luckily we are not.
1: Luckily we are not, yes. Um, in all seriousness, let's say that like Trevor Williams or El Starts this one. It'll probably be advert, but maybe it'll be Trevor. Yeah, um,
0: uh, neither of them have been activated off the IL yet.
1: No, but Williams
0: should be to. back. I don't know why he's not back yet.
1: Who? Trevor Williams. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know why he's not back yet either. That is kind of strange. He's been out for a little too long. I don't know how long and, that's, and that's like, <laughs> the the thing, the appendectomy. Uh, I don't know how long that takes. But, well, maybe he'll come back soon. Maybe that'll be his start. Um, if it's did, Adbert...
0: If, yeah, Williams did do good in his last summer.
1: So it's... He did. That was a while ago, though. But if it's Advert, I think we have a chance. Maybe? If it's Trevor, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> so... I think we're gonna lose this game like two to one. I think we get a run off Jacob Degrom. Three to one. Two to one.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say the same. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be one of those losses. Get yeah, one run off best pitcher in baseball.
1: Getting anything off Jacob Degrom is a win.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's how in counts, and. So, maybe
1: Jacob DeGrom hit the two-run homer and maybe that's where met the met two-run come from.
0: Yeah, uh, not excited to face him on the mound or at the plate.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he's driven in more runs than he's allowed this year. That's, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, ins- he's insane. Kind of supernatural. Yeah,
0: generation kind of.
1: Um, I would put him up against Prime Kershaw. I know that this might make people mad, but I would definitely put him up against uh, Prime Clayton Kershaw.
0: Yeah, a lot, a lot of pages comparing Prime Kershaw and Grom.
1: Yeah, um, I don't really remember Prime Kershaw because I was younger than I am now, but um, I just From what I see from DeGrom, he just gets better and better every year. Like, this is his best year yet, and he already has two Stan Young Awards. Like, that's insane. I mean, this is... I just, I don't even know how anyone comes close to this guy. Right now, at least. And the argument out there that Garrett Cole is somehow better than Jacob DeGrom, that is... That is the dumbest argument ever it is not close. It is just... It is not close at all.
0: Yeah, DeGrom's unreal.
1: Grom is... Uh, laboratory experiment. <laughs> I, I
0: kind of wish we'd face him in game one just to get that over with, but, you know, of course we gotta wait till the... Yeah,
1: well... Um, at least we'll only face him once this year. We could have faced him twice, but he was injured here. last time Um Cubs uh, faced the Mets in Chicago. So, who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll like put up five runs against him, and we'll come back here in four days and be like, oh my god, we torched the Grom or something. I don't
0: know. Yeah, if we do, we already know Cardinals fans are just going to call out a lucky game I'm still and they'll
1: suck. Say, oh, I'm Duke the DeGrom a lucky game. Yeah. Because Jacob deGrom has bad games. Um anyway.
0: As so, yet to.
1: Game four, kinda of the decider in this one. Uh
0: Hendrix and Strowman looking for another wide hindo performance here.
1: Okay. Hendrix, alright. Um Marcus Strowman seems like the type of pitcher that the Chugs would pee off on.
0: Yeah, I I don't like him this at all.
1: And you you said that he's very lucky.
0: Uh, I haven't looked at his stats, so I don't know. Walker is
1: well. Walker's lucky. I know. Stroman just seems a little overrated to me. I'll probably end up regretting saying this.
0: We'll come back to this in four days and see how it worked out.
1: Yeah, uh, I think the Cubs will win this one. Like, let's say. Four to three.
0: Okay. Four I have... Two. I have Cubs two. So All right. We both got a split here. Both picking to win the same games. is the same games.
1: All right. So we both got a split. Yep. Last time we predicted a split, it was against the Giants, and they took three out of four, and the Mets could very easily take three out of four against the Cubs. Hopefully, the Mets... A lol Mets this weekend. <laughs> and it's, it's they, they mismanaged it, the bullpen or something. I don't know.
0: It's just something that we <clears> but <I can't do. throat> All right. But, oh my God. If we swept this series, I highly doubt we did. Do. If we did, that would. I don't even know what I'd say.
1: I would say. It's <laughs> um, highlight of the season. I would say we were going to the World Series. So,
0: in all seriousness, though, if this if we could get one or two more front line starters, you could honestly call us a World Series team.
1: Yeah. Um, but that's the thing, though, because I don't really know what we're going to do. Because yeah, it seems like what we're really missing is an ace. Yeah. It, and is, we just traded away our ace. I think this is the worst thing ever. We we traded really not the man that we need.
0: I don't think anybody expected us to be playing this good. No. So, I think they were just kind of preparing for the future. So. Yeah, and I
1: don't, I don't blame them. Yeah. I mean, Teams do that I, all I the definitely
0: time. didn't. Like I expected us to win the division, and all, but I didn't expect us to be playing this well. Eleven over 500.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I mean I don't blame him for the decision. I know why Hoyer did what he did and all that, but um but like what do you do? Because you can't dip, you can't, you cannot dip in your prospects now. I mean you just you just said like, Oh, this is what we're focusing on now. The prospect, the future. And mm-hmm. it's like well we now have... we kinda need like a starter and you need to trade for one. Yes. We so would have. Do you do? How many more
0: wins would we have here if Darwin was just on the team?
1: Oh, I have no idea. Probably like three. So we'd probably be like 41. And
0: yeah, we could be right. I mean, we already are already, but we could honestly be tied for or. Have a, a
1: we could have one of the best, best records record. in the NL. Yeah. Oh,
0: ah. it, it, it definitely is frustrating, though, because seeing how well we're doing this year.
1: Yeah, well, it's just nobody nobody expected this.
0: Yeah, like we were saying.
1: So um I just I've been thinking about this in my head and I still don't know. Like what are we gonna do when the deadline comes around? Who who can we possibly trade for? Because
0: we, we have we will have an episode about that during the Break actually, we'll be coming up with mock trades and who we can get.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: So we'll have a whole episode dedicated to trade deadline and all that extension stuff.
1: Because normally, normally when they like, normally when teams have a problem like this, um, I, I think I think of a solution, and I'm like, oh, they should do this. And it's like, then eventually, like, they do it or they don't do it. But for this one, I'm just kind of stumped because I don't know, like, what do you do here? Because all they need is an ace. And the ace, the true ace that is out there is Max Scherzer, and they're not trading for him. But there are other pitchers out there that could make their rotation really good and could send them to the playoffs and have them go deep if they continue to play like this. But at the same time, like, like I don't like you the prospects are just it's off limits now because it I just would is.
0: stay away if you're gonna trade prospects for an ace you yeah. stay away from pitchers and top ten prospects in the farm,
1: and that includes guys like hernandez amaya Davis,
0: yeah, anyone Greenland. in the top ten and anyone that's a pitcher outside of. I think the only one outside of top ten is Burl. I don't want to trade him. He's like eleven or something. I don't know. But just stay away from pitchers and top ten prospects and get someone good. It's it's possible. Did it? They got an ace without giving up a top ten prospect. Why can't we?
1: Well, because. When the Padres traded for Darvish, we were kind of under the gun financially, so we had no leverage.
0: I um, feel like we could still fail. all. Of them.
1: I think uh, we like, could still do it, but then you also see what the Padres had to give up for Blake Snell.
0: I mean, that know, worked out of, or, I well think it, <laughs> I think it's just the Rays' insane skill at developing pitches. It's. The Rays have that secret sauce oh. that the Cardinals have. I feel like used. Snell's a little overrated anyway. Oh. He's a he's a four inning pitcher.
1: Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, Rays might have won that trade actually. Yeah.
0: So I'm thinking.
1: But that's a long way off. We'll have to see how that plays out. But anyway, we will have to revisit this, like in yes. the uh, in the upcoming episodes.
0: A few weeks. Um, whatever the break is about a month away, I believe.
1: Yeah, it's just. I mean, if I I don't envy the position Jen Hoyer is in, because he it, must just be sitting there thinking to tough. himself like, <laughs> like, he must be sitting there thinking to himself like, what do I do? <laughs> like like what? Yeah. Just it's... they're playing well. Or Bryant is uh, hitting again. buys is hitting again. Rizzo's hitting again. He just must be like. I just picture him, like, sitting up in his office, like, just kind of a wreck. And he's like, what the hell? This is not what was supposed to happen.
0: Staring out into space, tapping his fingers.
1: He's like, oh, jeez." Because he knows that, like, no matter what he does, he's going to have to give up something. He's going to have to, if he trades for a pitcher, he'll have to give up prospects or whatever. If he doesn't trade for a pitcher, everyone will be mad at him, even more so than they are now, and if he sells off someone, people will be even more mad at him, so he just he just must be so miserable, he must be panicking a little bit, I mean, there's no way to the needle here, they need all the people that they have, yeah. and that's uh, right.
0: Theo just decided to put him into that position and walked out of it because he did not want to get the blame for anything. Apparently,
1: I don't blame Theo to be quite honest. Like, can you imagine doing this? Nope.
0: Yeah.
1: Be terrible. But as, gonna, I said, I as I said, I As I
0: said, I won't be angry if he doesn't get a pitcher. If he doesn't give up any pitching prospects to anyone inside the top 10, I'd be happy.
1: They were talking about it on the game last night. Buster Olney tuned in like he always does and he said like, you know, the Cardinals, you know, he started talking about the Cardinals and he was like, the Cardinals need pitching. And, you know, there are some teams out there along with the Cardinals that could be competing for some of the same names. But he said, executives around baseball have all said that the asking prices right now are extremely high. And I don't blame those teams that like have asking prices that high. You just came off a pandemic. You only had a five-round draft last year. Um, you want to get as much value as you can for these guys? I don't blame them at all. So...
0: I got a feeling that <laughs> the best option is to go for one of those under-the-radar pitchers that yeah, maybe. has ace potential... My cool friend play here. like an ace. No, I mean like pitch right now. Oh, no. not like I didn't mean ace potential, but I can play like an ace.
1: I wonder what the Giants would take for Johnny Cueto. Like
0: that's
1: not I don't, I don't, that's not my first choice at all because he's being paid so much. Yeah. But then again, that is kind of why I bring him up. He is getting paid a lot, and he's older, and he's finally pitching well the first time in a few years and I think he's a free agent either this year or next year so um I just I wonder what they would take for him if they want to like try to get rid of him or something but they are in first place so I just yeah you could go for Barrios on the Twins. I am going to have a long
0: talk about that when it comes you read my mind man that's exactly who I want
1: Yeah, that'd that'd be good. Great. Um, Yeah, I mean, the Twins are pretty disappointing this year. Yeah,
0: so you and I will start thinking about these trades and come back with it in about a month, whenever the break is. Yeah. And get some good trades, whatever you want to say.
1: Um. We don't have a lot of news today. No, no. We, we have PJ Higgins was placed on the IL. Right. And
0: he brought up Jose Lovitone.
1: Oh, yes. Mr. Jose Lobetone. I know him. Um. He was the he was the guy that got picked off in the NLDS. All those oh, that is right. Yeah. So, we brought him up. Uh, DFA, Trevor McGill.
0: that Dakota Traumas guy, but... Is cleared he's and sent to Double A.
1: Yeah. Um, Trevor McGill is called up. He's the guy that loaded the bases and got two outs in the ninth inning two nights ago. Um, so he's up here. Um, but I also S- wanted sit to Sit down Stewart. Right. Which which uh, leads me to believe that Williams must be close to coming back. Yeah. Uh,
0: him and and I like, could like we were talking about earlier could be the pitcher for that third game when we're facing the ground
1: yeah we're gonna have to they are gonna have to be on their game mm-hmm. um, so I just wanted to quickly cover this story that came out yesterday about jason Hayward um came out yesterday that jason Hayward Um, Well, first of all, let's talk about Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo recently said that he is not vaccinated on 670 to score. And, you know, that is kind of disappointing because, you know, Rizzo is the leader of the team. And, um, you know, he's a a cancer survivor. He is that charity going. But he said on the radio, he said, like, you know, it was a hard decision. Um, He didn't go into all those Uh, specifics he said he thought it was what's best for his family at the time which was a little weird but i'm thinking that maybe a doctor gave him some advice and said like because there is some risk if you have had cancer before there is proven there's there's proof that if you've had cancer before then a vaccine you know it could affect you in a different way or in an unexpected way than someone that has been healthy their whole life. So I think that that had something to do with it. Rizzo had cancer way back in 2007 when he was with the Red Sox. Um, So I don't support that decision, but at the same time, I kind of like there must be something there that was kind of concerning him. Um, But Hayward came out yesterday, and he basically said, like, in the end, it doesn't matter. And that was kind of infuriating and disappointing and sad. And I really don't like it at all. So, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, That was kind of a quick story that came out after yesterday's game.
0: uh, Just, you up for them, I guess. I don't, it doesn't bother me, really. Just let them do what they want to do, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's just... I don't know. Hayward just had bad reasoning. I just wanted to bring that up because I know it was kind of, it was trending on Twitter yesterday and I just thought like people might want to know about it. Um, But yeah, that's all I wanted to say. And just whatever. I mean when it comes down to it, the only reason I pay attention to these guys is because they play a sport. So if they aren't vaccinated that's disappointing, but I'm still going to watch them my opinion doesn't really change about them to be honest. The choice. And they're and they're good guys and we know that they are. So that's all I wanted to say about that. All right.
0: Um anything else? Any I think that news wraps that we, we got.
1: Up? I think that wraps it up.
0: Yeah, I believe it does. Uh, four games against the Mets. And after that, he's coming back home to play Miami. Yep. Three games against Miami and next year against Cleveland. hi
1: uh, right. hmm? All right. So that that
0: wraps up this episode. Four games set, so won't be back until the end of the week. Mm hmm.
1: Weekend we'll back episode.
0: Here. Good job. Very good. Love the weekend episode.
1: Yeah, those are always nice. We'll be back in four days to cover the... How the Mets series went. And hopefully we're talking about Maybe how... In, uh,
0: yeah, hopefully we're talking about how we scored 10 off the ground. Yeah, that'd be nice. So we'll be back next... The end of the week to recap the Mets. Maybe the Marlins... Hopefully, that'll be a
1: serious one. Yeah, Hopefully. Be pretty, I'd be pretty uh, disappointed if it wasn't.
0: Yeah, hoping to take two at least. But it's baseball. You never know what happens. And we'll get to that in four days. Right. So that concludes this. And of course, as always, Twitter... Sheriff Chaffin and Goat Rizzo. Goat Rizzo region, of course. And Cubs win. And Cubs We'll see you back.